It's all about the word. Observations on language and literature with Strider Lee. The Two Minutes Hate from George Orwell's novel, 1984, Part 1, Chapter 1. In Orwell's novel about surveillance, tyranny, and mass manipulation, one of the ways the dictatorship of Oceania kept the populace fired up and fanatically supportive of Big Brother and the policies and wars of Oceania was the daily ritual of the two minutes hate. The next moment, a hideous grinding speech as of some monstrous machine running without oil burst from the big telescreen at the end of the room. It was a noise that set one's teeth on edge and bristled the hair at the back of one's neck. The hate had started. As usual, the face of Emmanuel Goldstein, the enemy of the people, had flashed onto the screen. There were hisses here and there among the audience. The programs of the two minutes' hates varied from day to day, but there was none in which Goldstein was not the principal figure. He was the primal traitor. Before the hate had proceeded for thirty seconds, uncontrollable exclamations of rage were breaking out from half the people in the room. He was the commander of a vast, shadowy army, an underground network of conspirators dedicated to the overthrow of the state. In its second minute, the hate rose to a frenzy. People were leaping up and down in their places and shouting at the tops of their voices. In a lucid moment, Winston found that he was shouting with the others and kicking his heel violently against the rung of his chair. The horrible thing about the two minutes' hate was not that one was obliged to act a part, but, on the contrary, that it was impossible to avoid joining in. Within thirty seconds, any pretense was always unnecessary. A hideous ecstasy of fear and vindictiveness, a desire to kill, to torture, to smash faces in with a sledgehammer, seemed to flow through the whole group of people like an electric current, turning one even against one's will into a grimacing, screaming lunatic. Sound familiar? Let us not forget that we are deeply emotional beings and that history provides many, many examples of movement leaders and politicians cynically pushing the emotional buttons of the crowd with the primary goals being disinformation and distraction to encourage a fanatical unity around a single leader, idea, or party. This isn't about intelligence and education or political left and right. It's about how humans behave in crowds, and we would all do well to heed Orwell's chilling and ever-relevant warning. It's all about the word. Observations on language and literature with Strider Lee.